Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, Ralph Marlborough here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to a special valentine's day edition of the saints happy hour podcast if you love us subscribe to our youtube channel find us wherever you get your podcast and give us five stars if you don't give us five stars don't give us any stars at all we are streaming using the discord uh i got weird messages in the youtube studio whatever uh thomas set this up he's going to be producing the show starting next week so then i won't have to worry about this ever again uh if it goes wrong i blame thomas uh, and he can just yell at me uh himself next week uh gentlemen happy valentine's day you too, Ralph. You too, man. Same, same to each of you. Dave is out with his with. Uh, I guess he's uh he's taking the misses uh to a nice Valentine's Day dinner or some such nonsense. Um, his wife. We 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 couldn't postpone the podcast and have every all four of us because Texas is going through their worst winter storm in like sixty years. So uh, I may not have power tomorrow. So I was like, we're going tonight. So. Uh, that's where we are. So we have a, a lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight. But Andrew, I want to talk about my first thing. The Texans cut uh, JJ Watt, released him, and somebody in the Discord channel, uh, which by the way, if you're a patron, you should get in the Discord channel. If you're not a, if you're not a patron, become a patron and you get access to our Discord channel. Somebody asked, should Mickey Loomis sign JJ Watt using? A thousand voidable years and a hundred percent Bitcoin to get him under the cap, and I said yes. I want JJ Watt. Why isn't he a saint yet? Yeah, I mean, do you want me to give like the funny answer where we joke about this and make it like, haha, we should get JJ Watt, or do you want me to be real with you and be honest about the fact that the Saints are not getting JJ Watt? I mean, you don't think chance. you don't think Mickey Loomis, Loomis has got like nine. Computer servers going at Saints Drive, and he's mining Bitcoin no. as we speak. You don't think that's happening? No, no, I don't. And you know what? Like, I- I'm gonna. This is kind of hot takey, but I'm gonna tell you this right now. I I think the Saints are- will lose out on Hendrickson. I think Hendrickson's gonna leave. He's gonna go to another team. I would prefer. I think Hendrickson and Watt are probably gonna cost similar money at this point in their careers. I would rather Hendrickson. I mean, Kevin. Um, like, if you're gonna spend that money and find a way to pay pay Watt, I'd rather just pay Hendrickson. Kevin, the the Texans are run by a preacher that has like tricked his way into being in charge of the entire franchise. And if you've seen YouTube clips of him, which PFT commenter has posted, they are hysterical. 
And also, if I was a Texans fan, I would be horrified. And now, the Saints in their history have done some dumb shit. They had an astronaut as a GM. Um, you know, they had seven coaches in the first 15 years of the organization. Uh, I could go, they, you know, they drafted a kicker in the first round. Ditka gave up the whole draft for Ricky Williams. But as far as letting a preacher uh, hypnotize your owner and just run your organization into the ground, J.J. Watt's gone, Deshaun Watts is gone. That, to me, trumps any fucking stupid thing the Saints have ever done. Like, you know? Uh, I think we have to see what happens. I think we just need to let it see what happens in the next couple of years to definitively say that. I agree in principle with that. Uh, the GM has come in like like Paul Dano in There Will Be Blood and basically swindled the owner. or Swindled, talked, huh? Well, talked... Talk, uh, smooth talked his way into becoming the general manager. So now I'm just picturing the GM in some overalls and a and, and a button up work shirt, you know, getting uh, <laughs> having the owner yell out, "I've abandoned my quarterback." <laughs> I'm making a "There Will Be Blood" reference in 2021. I'm, you know. I'm sure the millions upon millions of people that went and saw that are watching this and actually get that reference. Because based on the crickets I'm seeing from you two fucks, you know. <laughs> I was like, what, what's going on? Swing and a miss. Yeah. I think, I think the YouTube people. You don't know people... why I, I drink your milkshake, Juge? I drink your milkshake? You don't yeah, know that I got, one? I, I got nothing. Jesus Christ. All right. I feel like all right. It was a deep cut. It was a deep cut. I tried. All right, I'm trying. I'm, I was I'm throwing say, this, him downfield. This isn't like Dave trying to catch a screen pass with the Godfather here. Touché. I mean, Juge. If you go, if you go American history on Juge, clearly we we know true that he knows nothing about American history. Like that is just facts. That is just a fact. Um, and that's yeah. another thing that's really disappointing to me is um. People haven't been sending me um, American history questions to stump Juge. So, um, but Andrew, as far as the Saints, as far as the cap issues, as far as the cap issues they have, um, in all seriousness, they've cleared $30 million in like, in like five minutes where they redid Breeze and they cut Nick Easton. So... Um, like, when do we officially get to laugh at all the national media and all the bloggers that the Saints are are fucked? Like, when do we officially get to do that? Uh, I don't think that comes until they sign a free agent that's not their own. <laughs> so right now, you know, the whole thing is the Saints are screwed. They can't sign any of their own players. They basically have to cut the whole roster. Uh, they can't even field the team next year. They can't sign their draft picks. Uh, so. You know, getting under $100 million is going to be step one. Resigning a couple of their own dudes will be step two. And then step three will be sign a free agent that wasn't with them last year. And that will be, I think, the ultimate middle finger to the haters <laughs> and the dirt, the nerds, the dorks. I mean, they're getting, they're getting mad already, Andrew. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you're on Twitter like nine hours a day like I am. But the door. So mad in what sense? Like mad that I mean, the Saints are actually going to pull this off. Do you think they're starting to realize that? Or I, yeah, I think they are, and they're and it's, it, 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 it's 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 starting to get them mad, you know. <laughs> um, at least Man, at least a little bit. I don't right? know what you're doing with Kevin, but he's now like that's a Kev, that's a Kevin sideways. issue. Kev, Kev, Kevin, yeah. Kevin, is, Ke- Kevin, Kevin is just you, hang like, on. turned yourself like upside down. I I don't know what's going on here. It's really weird. Sorry, me out. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, um, but here's here's the thing with with the Saints that I'm starting to get as we we'll do a little bit of football and then we'll get into nonsense because it's Valentine's Day, whatever. But here's the thing I'm getting a little bit worried about, Juge, is you have. They did the Stafford trade. 
Uh, Wentz is going to get traded shortly. Although Philadelphia was trying to do, uh, trying to <laughs> trying to like pump up his trade value, they were like, "Hey, we we got offered a first and a third, and blah blah blah." And now it's like looking like they're going to get a second and a third from the Colts. So the quarterbacks are are quickly like getting snapped up. So let's assume Wentz gets done this week to the Colts or the Bears or whoever. Does that make you nervous in a sense about Winston, where you're going to be like? teams like either the Colts or the Bears aren't going to they're not going to get Wentz and another team like do you do, do you start to get nervous as sort of teams play musical chairs with these quarterbacks and they're running out of seats and Jameis just becomes more and more appealing are you Mike my, my nervousness gets ratcheted up each time a quarterback move happens am I being irrational about it uh well no you're not irrational because I, I think every move that's made has a domino effect on each subsequent move. So I think there's a lot of teams, the 49ers, the Colts, there's a lot of teams that are still unsettled in terms of the Bears, you know, who their starter is going to be until that gets resolved. And it, it's like there's these dominoes in the sense that Deshaun Watson is probably the top of the pyramid. And until someone makes a move for him, that's the most desirable guy to get. And the Texans right now are saying, we're not, we're not going to let him go that no way, no chance. Like we're, we're not trading him. Forget it. But it's, it really, what that means is we're not going to trade him unless you give us an offer. We can't refuse. Right. So no one's done that yet, but you know, Russell Wilson is kind of out there too, in a similar situation where it's like, we're not officially trading him. I, well, but if you give well, us here's, amazing. Here, Here's Maybe. my thing with Russell Wilson is well, think about it, right, Kevin? There's something going on with Russell Wilson and the and the Seahawks, which to me is insanity. The man has gotten them to two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl. He's he's amazing. They were set to trade him to the Browns for the number one overall pick that was Baker Mayfield, and the Browns did the Browns thing and were like, nah. We good. We're going. We're going to take Baker. So like, just the fact that Seattle seriously considered that something is amiss with that marriage. I don't know like what it is. Like maybe the Seahawks went out to a strip club one night and hurt Russell Wilson's feelings. Something is amiss with the Seahawks. So my question to you is, if the same and you're the president of Trade Down. If the Saints could get Russell Wilson for like two for like a mega package, would you be okay with the Saints going and getting Russell Wilson? Deshaun Watson is off the table. Yeah, let's let's assume that. All right. So so I I'm I'm one of these people give me the give me the most simplest limit my options here. So it's either what we do a mega package for Russell Wilson or we roll with Jameis and Taysom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trade for Russell Wilson. <laughs> wow. Mm, trade that... for Russell Wilson. I don't I... feel comfortable. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Just somebody. Somebody uploaded a clip of of Jameis Winston trying to throw passes after he had the LASIK surgery, and this motherfucker was about as accurate as Ralph with uh with with either arm. <laughs> so, disconcerting to say the least. Disconcerting. So yeah, give me give me Russell Wilson. Ralph, you have these big words that say profile and mention in my screen. Do you know how to take that off? Uh, maybe. I'll... <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that would be that would be bad. I was well, Juge. I can't see it, so <laughs> you can't see it in our video, but on our YouTube, you can feed, see it. Like yeah. clearly, it's you, on. It's on Ralph's computer. You can't. You can't – there's the thing with the Discord. You can't touch I, – I, I forgot. I cannot touch the Discord 
app once we stream out because anything I do in the Discord app will show up on screen. So I was, I was fidgeting with Andrew's audio to try to make him louder. I apologize. Thomas, don't, don't electro, don't tase me, bro, in our meeting um, <laughs> tomorrow. But, uh, <laughs> um, but here's, here's my, here's my question. You know, I have sort of, Kevin, over these last couple weeks, and, and I know we repeat ourselves in this podcast, but whatever, it's the off season before we get into weird wacky stuff. I'm sort of this weird thing where I'm excited to see what happens with Jameis? Like I, I, I know that he's, you know, kind of a turnover machine. Unless you talk to Jameis one of one, who, by the way, Jameis one of one did like a two thousand word article on the Sports Illustrated fan sided Saints site that was like explaining that no, that actually the Tampa Bay, the twenty nineteen twenty Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the twenty twenty Buccaneers. No, they weren't. They didn't just switch out their quarterbacks. They were kind of completely different teams. And he makes actually a strong case that uh, Tampa did do a lot to make their team better from 2019 to 2020. And it wasn't just Tom Brady. Um, but Kevin, that aside, like I'm excited to see what happens with Jameis, and I'll be a little disappointed. Like. Not if the Saints obviously do a mega trade for Watson or Russell Wilson, but like if if Jameis Winston leaves and they got to do like the Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, draft a dude in the third round from nowhere, fuck state, like that poo-poo platter and they don't have Jameis, like I'll be sad. Like are you going to be sad if we don't get to the Jameis experience? No. Uh I, it's it's not going to be about missing the Jameis Winston experience. All I want is above average is above average quarterback play. Doesn't matter who and it by, is, right? And by above average, I mean fifteen and above. So, but you got to have some skin in the game, right? Like you got to, you would prefer. I mean, some people are Taysom people. They love Taysom, right? And so they would prefer. Yeah, I'm. 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 Neither. You really, you really don't care. Doesn't matter. I don't. It. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, so, if you told me that the that the Saints, if you told me that the Saints were going to draft somebody, you know, we're just going to draft a quarterback, and it was somebody that they believed could start. On day one, I'd say fine. Let's let's see what happens with this person. See, that's interesting that you say that because I'll tell you, I'll be honest. For a while with Jameis, I was clearly in the camp of I don't want that guy representing the Saints. I don't want that guy around the organization. I don't want that guy. I don't want fans rooting for him because I know what he did yeah. in the Uber, and I saw the effort and the P and. I I saw that video and the crab leg yeah. stuff and all that, all all the off the field stuff. I'm like, I that guy's a creep, and I don't want him anywhere. Near, I I don't want him as my quarterback. Um, and I've come around on that. I kind of like him now. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Now, am I like Ralph, where I'm like, I've got to see this happen. I've got to see him be the Saints quarterback. I can't be robbed of this experience. No, I'm with I'm with you in the sense that. I'm going to root for whoever the quarterback is. And if it's Jameis, I'm totally cool with that. I would root for him, and I, I believe he has a lot of talent. So I've come around on him, but I'm with you in the sense that I would also – I'm more skeptical, actually, about Taysom. I'm more skeptical, but I also think he's more fun. So if he proves me wrong, it would be more exciting. So there's a little mm -hmm. bit of that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in a – I don't know if I'm in a position where I feel like I can root for Jameis Winston as quarterback. Like, can I be happy if – could I be happy if he was the quarterback and the Saints were winning? Yeah, because it's the Saints winning. Um, I mean, that's about as best as I can simplify it. Can I, can I go rooting for – 
Can I go rooting for him specifically? Eh. You know? I yeah, know. I get it. You're rooting for the emblem. I get it. Right. Yeah. This is this is a pure case of just rooting for the laundry. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Here's the thing with me with Jace with with uh with with, with Jameis. I believe Jameis will be the most he'll be the most fun because the media is going to laugh at the Saints all offseason. That's just my thing. And I, I know I probably said it last week. But I, I, the more I think about it, like, the media is piling on the Saints this week in first take and all that. And, like, I think the media, like, I know, Andrew, you said they liked redemption. But I really think they want Jameis to fail with the Saints. Because it, it, you know what it allows them to do? What's What's the media's... The only thing they love more than a good redemption story is the chance to blow Tom Brady even more. So if Jameis fails with the Saints, where it's a ready-made 12-4 and roster, then it makes Tom Brady's Super Bowl that much greater in their eyes, and I think they are dying for Winston to fail. That's my, that's my opinion. And that's why I just want to stick it to the media, because the media, they kind of hate the Saints already. If that makes sense. Yeah, they hate Sean Payton. I think they they want Sean Payton to fail with a quarterback not named Drew Brees. I think it's less about Jameis because the media does love a redemption story. They do love that. And I think I think they could get on board if Jameis was not only a good player but a good citizen. Like it has to be both. But if if he's both things, then I think that's a story the media can get behind. But I think they would much prefer Sean Payton, the, the, the narrative to become Sean Payton is a byproduct of Drew Brees. And if Taysom fails and Jameis Winston fails and whoever the next guy, if Sean Payton leaves New Orleans without any success with any other quarterback, uh, I think that's, that's a narrative that the media would eat up whole. And it's already kind of a lost cause, right? Because they went 5-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater. They went 3-1 and with Taysom this year. So they're 8-1 and now without Drew these last two years. So, I mean, you could argue it's it's already a lost cause. Do you, do you think that... Do you, do you think, Andrew, that if... Jameis leaves and goes somewhere else, and I'm my fear comes true that a team panics like the Bears. Do you think the Saints will just stand pat and be like, "Hey, it's 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 Taysom and Trevor Simeon, and maybe we'll draft a dude or whatever." But we're we're not gonna go and trade for Sam Darnold. We're not gonna do anything rash. We're just gonna ride with what we got, or do you think they'll be like, "Fuck, we got we got to get a quarterback." Like we can't, we cannot have, we cannot. It can't be Taysom, or the wheels come off. Like they 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 will semi panic and go and get a guy. I think the Saints are prepared to roll with Taysom and a backup that's not Simeon. So I, I don't think – I do think they would go out and get someone else if it wasn't Jameis, whether it's draft Mac Jones, whether it's uh, draft Kyle Trask in the second round or whatever, or whether it's go get another veteran. I don't know who's going to shake loose, but, I mean, God, I don't even want to say this name out loud, but, you know, like Nick Foles, Trubisky. I mean, if there was a guy like that where they could get him on the cheap and say, hey oh. – you can come here, but you. But here's the thing: like with guys like that, you can say, "Look, we're gonna pay you a million bucks 
you're going to make nothing, but our guy is Taysom Hill this year. So you could start. You have a shot at starting. And so I, I don't think they're just going to roll with Simeon and Taysom. I don't. They, they will bring competition in for Taysom. But if it's not Jameis, I think you're getting diminishing returns. Like if Jameis doesn't come back to the Saints, I think whoever's competing with Taysom will be worse than Jameis. If they bring in Mitchell Trubisky, you're out. Raid the <laughs> raid the liquor cabinet now. Is that, is that where you draw the line, Kevin? You're if like, they, they bring in I'm out. I'm if out. They, Look, right here. Right here. They, the line. Look, watch. If they bring in Mitchell Trubisky, line is being drawn. Is, do you think every fan base is like that? Do you think yeah. every 31 teams in the – you actually, I'll say 32 because the Bears are probably there too. But do you think th- there's 32 teams in the league? Do you think every single one of them is like, if we bring in Mitchell Trubisky, I'm out? It, listen. Listen to me. Bring the camera close. If they bring in Mitchell Trubisky, the Patreon money, we'll have to fire Thomas. We'll have to – all of it will go to hard drugs – and then it will go to my drug rehab at Gentle Path in the off season if they bring in mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky because that's the I only like way that I will survive. You have the place already picked out where the rehab's going to occur. That's smart thinking, Ralph. It is. Well, always I, one step ahead. I, I I know it's Gentle Path because I watched that uh, that Britney Spears. Uh, I saw a clip of that doc, and that's where they. <laughs> he, he wants to try to run into Britney Spears. That's <laughs> yeah. Shit, so, I'm the single one. I should be going. True. Speaking speaking of um, getting drunk and or doing drugs, Tom, pra- Tom Brady got absolutely positively shit-faced on the <laughs> boat parade by the Bucks. So my thing so, was— some, some big dude was holding his arm. Like, yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't stand. It was Ryan. That was Ryan Griffin that like ushered him away from the media at the end. Was it? Was it yeah. Ryan Griffin? It was Ryan Griffin. Well, he's 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 a two lane boy. He's been yeah. in New Orleans a long time. He knows so how to drink. He knows how to take care of a, of a drunk. He's been partying with Dave at the boot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's my here's my here's my question. I said this on Twitter, and people some people got mad at me, and I was like, whatever. I am a hundred percent convinced. I could drink Tom Brady under the table. He might have seven rings, but I could drink his ass under the table. That dude treats his body like a temple, Kevin. My liver died five years ago. I'm, I know I could drink him under the table. Do you agree with that, and could you drink Tom Brady under the table? Um, I don't know if I could drink him under the table just because, you know, it depends on what we're drinking. And... Look, he's he's what six three, six four, you know, two two thirty. Mm-hmm. Like he's a much larger. Yeah. Look, he's a larger Ralph, man. Ralph, he's got a bigger Ralph liver not, than me. Ralph is not a good comparison because Ralph's blood type is point oh eight. Right. <laughs> All right. That's not Tough a fair but comparison. fair. Right, but you know, me, it's look. Yeah, he may treat his body like a temple, but he's just a larger human being. So, I how think beers? he could probably. I think, think he was? could outlast me. When he was no, no chance, dude. All, all Tom Brady eats is powdered plant protein. That's it. That's that's what he has for lunch and dinner. I, I uh, how many beers do you think he had in his system when he was stumbling like that? I think he had. Two, my guess is my guess is three IPAs. Three. I think three he had IPAs three, and, he three and a half like Michelob that. Ultra. <laughs> no more. Maybe than like that. a half shot of the George Clooney tequila. Maybe. Maybe just like a half, and he spit it out. You know. Six four two. It doesn't like it doesn't six four two twenty five. Like it doesn't matter, Mister Juju. Like if you don't drink alcohol, and and the thing is, like Tom Brady, he doesn't even consume like sugar or table salt. Like I just think, wait, cable salt or table salt? Table salt. He doesn't. He doesn't okay. use table salt. 
And he, but apparently he hates strawberries. Apparently. God, what a weird fucking person. Well, I mean, how else are you going to play quarterbacks at forty-three? Yeah, I know. Well, stupid I, fucking me. By by not eating strawberries, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Boy, imagine imagine how many rings he'd have if he stopped eating cherries too. Which Tampa Bay Buck? Well, actually, that's a terrible question. The answer is Gronk. I was going to say which one was the most wasted on that boat. I, I, I mean, Tom Brady threw the Super Bowl Gronk, trophy to another boat. I mean, I don't like, think Gronk gets wasted anymore. Really? Like, well, no. I mean, it's like you know how you know, like when you're scrolling on Facebook, you get those ads. Or if you're on Instagram, you're scrolling and you see those ads for like a float tank. Mm-hmm. I think Gronk has those, but it's for Everclear. So I think he just floats in a in a tub of Everclear, and his <laughs> body just absorbs whatever it absorbs. So he just has a natural state of perpetual buzziness. <laughs> so I don't think he gets shit housed in the traditional sense anymore. That that you know regular folk like you or I might. Well, anyway, this is beside the point. The point is, Tom Brady is an embarrassment once again. He can't <laughs> hold his liquor. He can't. He couldn't walk. Uh, it was a disgrace to Giselle. Here's the thing. It was a disgrace to I, the Tampa organization. Uh, and Roger you know, Goodell should definitely take the, picks. The daughter, yes, absolutely. Look, if you if you walk like that after three beers. They should take draft picks from the Bucks. Period. They, they, the daughter of the guy who designed the Lombardi Trophy demanded an apology from Tom Brady because oh, she said she he, can, she because she said he de- desecrated Wait, the trophy why? by throwing oh, yeah. it to another boat. Oh yeah, he should definitely draft picks. <laughs> For I mean, a four-game suspension Plural. sounds fair. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they they like to raise the bar, right? If he's deflated the football yes, on right. the Lombardi, that's that's two deflations. That's right. It's like the right. it's like the Saints and COVID. It gets cum it's cumulative. It's cumulative. Right. It gets ratcheted up. Um the, the 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 Saints with COVID has sort of died down, so I'm hope I'm I'm hoping maybe that, that uh that my fears about that are past. So the spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, since it's Valentine's Day... Uh, we, we wanted to do a romance topic. And by the way, we, so we, I did a drunk history with, uh, my pal from Lafayette, Scott Prather. We did Saints fans, Saints players we irrationally love. Uh, and if you're a patron, you have access to that already. It was great. But I wanted to do a couple on the main show because I like the topic so much. So, Andrew, what's a Saints player that you irrationally love? The only ground rules that we set was it cannot be a Saints player who is in the Saints Hall of Fame. Well, Ralph, I'm glad you asked. And if you're a patron or you listen to the show with any regularity, you already know what my answer is. Uh, But, you know, since it's Valentine's Day, I want to uh, give a shout out to my one true love. Extend him a rose. Haole Kikaha. Oh my God. Uh, you are you are the greatest, and I remember fondly that time you sacked Tom Brady. He hadn't been drinking, otherwise you probably would have sacked him five times. Uh, but uh, yeah, his sack of Tom that Brady is was beautiful. Stupid! It was amazing. Wake up. I I I thought he was the next sack leader <laughs> in the NFL. He was, and uh, well, you know, the rest is history. Oh man, he uh. He came out like I'm a house. St- his first year for the Saints, he came on like a house of fire. Like he was making plays, he recovered a fumble, and then he hurt his ankle and he was never heard from again. I I still have this <laughs> irrational belief that Kikaha is going to make a comeback and have a double digit sack season. Like I'm still convinced that it's it's going to happen. Kevin, who did you have irrational Saints love for? Um I mean Look, he didn't. Uh, I didn't hear his name pronounced by foreign commentators this year, but uh, it 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 can only be. It can only be. Shy don't Pump. you have, don't you have a clip for this? Oh, deception! Oh, deception! 
Matt Ryan. <lacht> oh mein Gott, wie eine Puppe gibt er ihn den Stiff ab und er fliegt auf den Boden. Hör doch mal auf. Hör doch mal auf. <lacht> I mean, I feel like that's that's iconic. Um, I mentioned a couple on the uh, on the drunk history, so I, I I won't mention them. Um, but one Saints player that I, that I sort of I don't know if I call it irrational love, but I defended him um, against people forever, and I still do, and that's Jason David, and I know. He was god awful, and I know his past defense. It was it would have been better if the Saints would have put nobody on the field instead of him. But the thing that I liked about him was that dude. Like he never ran and hid from the media, and like he took the bullets. And I always kind of liked him for it. Um, another, but but another just totally random Saints player that I loved, Willie Whitehead. Like he had. Five and six and a half sacks in 2000. He played all over the defensive line for the Saints and made a bunch of plays. And I just yeah, liked I remember his, him. I just fun. liked his name, Willie Whitehead. It just rolled off the tongue. It was easy for me to pronounce. So uh, I had a rational love for him. Uh, so he he's just a random Saints player that I that I had irrational love for. Um, somebody in the chat said, "This is a good one, Joe Morgan." He, he, uh, he had some people having a rational love for him. I mean, he was, uh, he was a camp. Darling. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy too. Yeah, and he he cared about other people, Kevin. We know this because he got drunk and instead of driving home, he just took a nap in his car. That shows a level of caring and compassion about Saints fans that I don't think other Saints players have demonstrated. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not feeling good. You had too many pops. <laughs> get an Uber. Get a cab. If you're dumb enough to hop behind the wheel, pull over. Pull over. Put it in park. <laughs> kick the seat back. Take a nap. Sleep it off. Wait it out. Don't, don't pull a tone. Don't fall asleep at the wheel at a fucking at a, at a stoplight. Yeah. Like a certain Hall of Fame manager, like that. Uh, not yeah, that, that this is a baseball podcast, but Tony Larusa, like he gets a lot of DWIs, right, Kevin? Like he is. It isn't just like a one-time yes. thing with him, right? No, it is not. My wife said, "Shut no, up about not. Tony Larusa." He, lo- he loves the pets. Last, uh, last I'm going to say of it, <laughs> or somebody um, from Cardinals Nation breaks into my house. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, the the one last thing that, and this is a great topic. People in the chat are just throwing out names uh, left and right. Um, but the last thing I want to do on this Valentine's Day is, you know, Valentine's Day is about love and about dreams and all that. So, what is Andrew your ideal scenario? For the Saints off season, what 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 do you like? Go to the bed when you when your head hits the pillow and you think, God, that would be amazing if the Saints could have this happen. Are we talking Don't, about like pipe pipe dream or just realistic? I mean, you can go either either way. You can go you can go complete pipe dream or you can go realistic. Whatever whatever you feel. I mean, you know, pipe pipe dream would be Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. Somehow we get the quarterback of the next fifteen years, ten years. You know. But, well, Russell Wilson wouldn't last that long. Uh, uh, Watson would. But I I don't think either of those things are going to happen. So, you know, I think ideally for me, Marcus Williams gets re-signed. Jameis Winston gets re-signed. And then it's really about the draft class. And it's really – to me, the the amazing thing would be for the Saints to execute a draft class that's like Alvin Kamara's class, like Lattimore and Ramchick's class all those guys where they just go pick after pick after pick and they pick the rookie of the year and they pick the defensive rookie of the year and they pick a guy that's going to be a sack leader down the road. Wait, for them. okay. I got to I got to cut you off. Your dad just said he had a rational love for Joel Schmingy. Um, 
that that might be that might be a crime that we need to report you to YouTube Joel, for. Joel, Joel Schmegma. <laughs> oh, st- uh, we've ready said Ironhead. Oh man, that is old school. But I I had it rash. The only thing about Ironhead was he finally Ironhead got in shape fun. and was he had an amazing year for the Falcons. So the that Falcons, sort of yeah. dimmed my love of Ironhead. But I rekindled it when he did the Head and Shoulders commercial with the little dinghy. Bobby Abear and Ironhead, man, the both of them pulled that stunt. They went to Atlanta and had the best year of their career. Yeah, that shit God pissed damn. me off. Disgusting. Um, but uh, but but back to go continue with your your scenario for the Saints. No, no. So I, I just kill it with the draft. That that would be it for me. Where they get a bunch of new faces, a bunch of you know, because that that's the future. That's how these last three years they've been in the playoffs. Yes, we've gotten heartbreak and it's been horrible, but this team has been built not on free agents. I mean, Demario Davis was a good pick pick up that helped the team tremendously but beyond demario can we really name a single guy that's been a massive difference maker in free agency for the saints i mean janoris jenkins helped right malcolm jenkins was nice this year yeah Emmanuel sanders was was pretty nice right jared cook had moments he wasn't good this year but he was pretty good last year but you, you look up and down the roster and it's just it's the draft it's the draft classes man that, that's how this team's been built, whether you look at Lattimore or Marcus Williams or Cam Jordan going way back or Onyemata, Ma- Michael Thomas. I mean, go, go up, Teron Armstead, Ramchek, go up and down the roster. So, yeah, I think I just want to see another amazing draft class. Kevin. I don't care so much about free agency. Kevin, I know your, I know your dream scenario will probably involve um, trading down in the draft, but give it to us anyway, and maybe the, maybe we say it every year, but maybe actually this is the year because the Saints really do. They have cap issues, so the draft is the only way to get better. Maybe this is the year it happens. What would be your sort of best-case scenario for the offseason uh, that you could see happening? I would say... The best case scenario, best case scenario for me would involve actually getting both Watson and JJ Watt. <laughs> uh, we we lure Watson in, and we get Watt on a cheap deal because Watt wants to come and be with Deshaun Watson and try and get him a Super Bowl. So we get Watt on like a one-year deal. We we get Watson for a few years. And then from that point, that's when we start trading down. We get rid of the first-round pick to get stuff for later. We get rid of the second-round pick, get stuff for later. Just try and accumulate from that point. That's... I like... Uh, or that draft and the next draft. I'm... I- I'm just land two big pieces in free agency and then start trading down. I like that scenario. I like the scenario of just making the the Texans fans just irate. Um my scenario my dream scenario for the Saints this offseason is I'm com- you know, I know people want Russell Wilson and I know Watson, but I'm committed. I am I've decided I am going to drive the uh I'm going to drive the Jameis Winston uh train. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the conductor. I'm gonna do it. I want Jameis Winston on the Saints and I want them to create enough cap space to go and get uh Allen Robinson from the Bears and screw over Ryan Pace. And I want Bill Barnwell and the cap nerds to lose their goddamn minds and say, how are the Saints doing this? They got Allen Robinson to this offense. What are they doing? This is a federal crime. It must be a Ponzi scheme. That's what I want for the offseason. I do think realistically, though, Andrew, that they can keep Winston 
And maybe it's not Allen Robinson, but I believe they could do enough cap-wise that maybe they could go get like a middle-class free agency a free agent like a Demario Davis or like like a guy like that that could get us excited you know maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a t- maybe it's a ve- none of the veteran tight end that's not Jared Cook that's not going to fumble and hand the Bucks the Super Bowl um so that's my uh <laughs> That's my that's my dream scenario. So, uh, sorry about the uh, sorry about the uh, YouTube freezing uh, up, people. You know, Tom, and oh by the way, Thomas, you can just t- tomorrow in the meeting, you just give me the fifty lashes, and we'll move on and uh, on to better, bigger and better things. So, uh, Andrew, we got some hopefully, questions. Hopefully, but, uh, the bamboo bef- stick like they do in Malaysia. <laughs> But here's here's the thing. So we got I got I got some questions to answer. So uh, I got to play the world famous music first, though. I'm dancing. No one's seeing it except for Andrew and Kevin. It's okay. Don't you do the finger point thing too? Finger gun. There's just, just one because I only have one good arm. <laughs> So um, let's go to the question. And uh, Andrew, this you know, I, I said last week that uh, that Skooks had the uh, had the question of the year. But Kevin, this might be Kevin's gone. Might, might have gone. supplanted it. This is from Saint Ralph. Rabbit. Ralph. He, Ralph. Ralph. Kevin had to go. Oh, Kevin had to eject. So this is for you, yeah. Andrew. Uh, okay. <laughs> this might be a question of the years from Saints Rabbit. Using hookers and blow, could Mike Ornstein convince Houston GM Nick Casario to send us to Sean <laughs> Watson? And when does he fly to make it happen? Look, I'm already in enough trouble talking about Ornstein, so <laughs> I, I, I can't I, I can't dig myself any deeper of a hole here. Uh, but uh, yeah, Orn- Ornstein has a. Uh, Quite the power of influence, man. I'll tell you what. I'll leave it at that. I mean, you know, it's just um, it it, it, it uh, now I'm uh, you know, it it it's one of those things where I'm just <laughs> the boxes are so fucked up tonight. I, I don't even, I like like Kevin ejecting mid show. I forgot that do the boxes so now andrew we have me in two of the boxes my body is split in half um <laughs> well video. at least it's at least the video is frozen so no one can see the same thing it's frozen so people can't see it um <laughs> but uh that's one of the questions so the other questions we've got tonight i'm gonna i'm gonna um i'm gonna pull them up uh Oh, here, here's an interesting question. How how worried are you about the offensive line now that Nick Easton is retired or or cut? No, I mean that that was a we knew that was coming all along uh, that Easton was done. You know, one one kind of sneaky thing I would say is James Hurst. If the Saints can find a way to get him back, um, that you know, and Will Clapp is a free agent too. But those are two guys that may not seem like they're worth much to the Saints. Uh, but, you know, they're valuable depth. They've been on the team for a while. And so uh, those are two guys in free agency that when, when you can't make a bunch of sexy pickups and you can't spend a bunch of money to get a bunch of guys, guys like James Hurst and Will Clapp matter. And so I'll feel a lot better about Easton if they can get guys like that back. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up. Sign in today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Would Ralph pick out his own clothes for five years for the Saints to get Watson? I mean, I here's the thing though, like 
Me I don't, being I don't on think TV, Ralph's, they, I don't think I don't think Sully would allow. Yeah, like that's, that's the thing. Like it might end up, it might it might end up in divorce because Sully, she views me on Channel Four in the morning show. She views that as a reflection of her. So right. me having to pick out my clothes for five years, it could it could mean that I end up in divorce. So I have to say no. I, like, you know, sorry, sorry, Jason. Um, here's a good question from Sammy G, Andrew. What happens first? Winston Winston wins an NFC divisional round game or Matt Ryan retires because Atlanta put him in such deep depression from being a part of the most disgraceful franchise in NFL history. Hashtag twenty eight to three. Uh, yeah, I'll I love any shot at the Falcons. Uh, I will say I do kind of feel like the Falcons with Matt Ryan. I'm not really seeing a a resurgence, you know, with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Like, I just feel like the NFC is too strong now, and they've botched too many drafts. And I I think the NFC South has kind of surpassed them. Like, it's gone past them, and it's passed them by, and they're in the rearview window now. Do you? It's going to be tough for them to kind of catch up. You know, we talked about because it's Valentine's Day, and I wanted to have, um, and I wanted to have fun with it. We talked about um, we talked about best case scenario, but I'm going to give you worst case scenario for the Saints off season, and that is Carolina Panthers get Deshaun Watson like that. Like th- to me, worst case scenario is either Carolina gets him or he gets in the NFC some kind of way, San Francisco yeah. or whatever. Um, you know that. I that's feel like qu- it's looking more and more likely that the. the Panthers are going to fail to get a quarterback, and so they're going to have to draft a guy. They're going to fail to get Wilson or Watson. You know, I think that's kind of what they're targeting. So, yeah. Let me uh, let me go into the. I, I got I got some in the Discord. You go ask hit these. hit me. Uh, all right. So down with disease, which is a fish reference. Don't ask me how I know that. I'm kind of ashamed that I know that. But uh, down with disease uh, says there's clearly a, produ- a productive role to be had in the offense for a player with Deontay Harris's skill set. Uh, do you think he can hold up health wise in that role and on special teams? I worry about his size, Andrew. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like, I mean, he's he, he just, was having a stinger all year. Right? Yeah, like the thing is with him is, you know, like Drew Brees is like six. He was like six feet tall, and that's like, you know, a little bit smaller than like what you want a quarterback. And he threw from his tippy toes, and you'll never see that again. And you have other guys that are like a little bit undersized. Like the thing about Deontay Harris is he is. He should not be playing in the NFL at his side. Like, that. there's a reason why he went to, like, D- Assumption State or whatever the hell it was, like Division Four or whatever. Because teams in major colleges, even Division Two, even Division Two or whatever you want to call it now, they were like, that dude is too small to play football, and we don't care that he can literally run faster than anyone around. Like, that's the thing with him. Like, I just think... He's just too small, and, like, I worry, as awesome as he is, Andrew, I worry every time he gets the ball. I'm like, is he? Is this going to be the hit that breaks him in half? I mean, I felt that way about Sproles. He was pretty durable. So, yeah. You Sproles? Know, he's, taken, he's taken a lot less hits than Darren Sproles. Yeah. Sproles was, a, Sproles was a wizard, though, and Sproles was, like, the exception that proves the rule, like, Sproles never yeah. should have played as long as he did. All right, down with disease had another good one. He said, uh, if Rankins and Malcolm Brown are both gone, which is possible, I mean, Rankins is a free agent. I think there's a good chance they don't resign him. And then Malcolm Brown is a cap casualty perspective. Uh, how big of a need is interior defensive line, and how much faith do you have in Tuttle and Roach? And is David Onyemata good enough to be the number one DT moving forward? He, he said David Onyemama. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Onyemata had a great year. I had him as the Saints defensive MVP of the year. Uh, Ralph is president of that fan club. That's right. Uh, but, no, I, I think a real strength of the Saints this past year was their defensive line rotation. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking about potentially losing Granderson. 
potentially losing Rankins, potentially losing Malcolm Brown. Uh, there is no way that their depth is good enough. So if you ramp up the, the play of Tuttle and Roach and Granderson, there's no way you're going to get the same production. So between the draft and maybe trying to, and I actually, if you're a $10 patron, then you got some of my posts where I recommended some guys that the Saints should go after, whether it was Larry Ugunjobi uh, or um, some of the bigger defensive tackles that are space eaters that can stuff the run like Malcolm Brown, but like they're going to have to replace those guys. They're going to have to get some rotational depth. You know, Mario Edwards had a great year with the Bears. I would be all for bringing him back, uh, but they need to replace those guys in some shape or form. And it's going to be tough because, they, again, they don't have a ton of money, um, so they're going to have to be careful. But, yes, I, I think defensive tackle is not only a priority for this team, uh, they may very well pick a defensive tackle in the first round at 28. It could happen. I mean, I, at 28, literally nothing is – to me, at 28, nothing is off the table except maybe – running back because mm-hmm. the Saints would feel like even though it would be okay if you had a if you had a big need for a running back picking a running back at 28 is fine but because the Saints wouldn't have a need like 20 running back would be the only thing that I would say would be off the board the one thing I'll say about that question Andrew what David, about offensive line you think they'd pick offensive line at 28 I think the only way they'd pick offensive line is if it was a ram check situation where in yeah. 2017 the they, dude yeah it's too good they're like we have him rated in the top 10 if we don't pick him why do we scout you know um that right. would be the only way the one thing i will say about that question is i 100% believe david onyamata can beat if david onyamata can be the best defensive tackle on your team and you can be fine the problem with the saints is the difference between David Onyemata and everybody else at defensive tackle. That's the issue. David Onyemata as your best defensive tackle is fine. Like, it's everything else. Jay Champagne wants to know if we're able to bring in J.J. Watt and Mark Ingram in the offseason without losing too many core pieces. Ralph, will you wear a dress to the Super Bowl parade in February? Oh, I'll wear a dress. I'll go... If the Saints win the Super Bowl, I'll go shirtless. I'll wear a dress. I'll dr- I'll drink kind like you name it. I'll do it. I don't care. Like uh, <laughs> I I tried to eat cat food for God's sakes when the Saints came back from ten down against Seattle like five years ago. You think I have any sure. personal dignity left? If it if it means given if it. I'll give any dignity away to get the Saints into the Super Bowl. You think? Well, you have more personal dignity than Tom Brady. That's barely. For sure. Uh, all right, Jay Boogie wants to know uh, what makes more sense: trade for trade Lattimore in a first and sign Peterson and sign Ram to an extension. I, I'm assuming he means Patrick Peterson, or trade Ram, sign Lattimore to an extension, and draft an offensive lineman in the first round. Ooh, uh, here's the here's the thing with Lattimore, the, the the whole thing with Lattimore and Ramchek, and I believe that. I just think it's going to be really, really hard for them to keep both. And the thing is, you can't players of Ramchek's quality and Lattimore's quality. You can't. They're not going to play out the fifth year option. So I really think they're going to have to make a decision. If I had to make a decision, I would pay Ramchek because he's been more consistent over time. And I know. Get look, I get it. Going back to purgatory or worse at corner, it scares the crap out of us. But if push comes to shove, if I gotta pay, if I gotta pay Ramchek or I gotta pay Lattimore to be the first or second highest paid at their position, I'm doing it for Ramchek because he's consistent. He fights through the injuries. Lattimore, I just don't know. And the thing is, for Lattimore, you can totally get a first and a third round pick for him. But if push comes to shove, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm taking La- I'm taking Ramcheck over Lattimore every time. All right, we got a couple questions in at the buzzer. This is on in the chat. Um, we've ready. He asked about drafting Travis Etienne. Nope, that's not going to happen. He wants to know when we hired Doug Peterson as the quarterback coach. God, I hope not. And uh, Jason DeJong, this this is a great one, Ralph. I'll give this one to you. Uh, would you rather 
who would win a drinking competition between Taysom and Tom Brady? Ooh, that's a good question. It's a good question because Taysom is, of course, Mormon, and Mormons. Do you think? Uh, do you think Taysom has had a drop of alcohol in his life? Probably so, not, right? Probably not. I mean, it's 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 a good it's a good question. I, I think probably. I think maybe Taysom. Here's the thing: Taysom's younger. He's immune. He's immune. He's immune to the effects of alcohol. I think he could have like 16 beers and he would still be sober. I would take Taysom because I think just being younger, you have high. I think you have a higher tolerance. You bounce back and hang around. Metabolism, take, higher metabolism. Yeah, I would take Taysom. But it, but but it would depend on what like what were they drinking? Are they drinking beer? Are they drinking whiskey? Are they drinking mixed drinks? Like it's a whole thing. But I I think I I'd put my well, money you, on Taysom. But but why would it matter what kind of alcohol it is? I mean, you're, just you're saying that Tom Tom Brady would have a stronger tolerance depending on the alcohol. Well, no, I just think with people sometimes it, it, people are different, right? Some like like for me, like I cannot. I cannot go and do um uh I cannot do mixed drinks and wine. It totally wrecks me in a way where I fall apart rapidly. You mean the to- com- you, you mean the combination of the two? Yeah, like like if you if you like to- like if you put a glass of wine Well, that's that's most people. Though, and a cr- right? and one gl- like it's like but no, but I can mix like beer and hard liquor, but wine and hard liquor, it just wrecks me. So I'd be, I'd, that's the thing with Taysom. Like I, I don't, and Tom Brady, like what combination would, would do them in? But I still would take Taysom. He's younger. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll tell you the combination that will do Tom Brady in. Three Michelob Ultras. Three Michelob Ultras in the sun. It does him <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. I'm picking Taysom. Yeah. He's never, he's never done it before, but I just feel like right out of the gate, like a champ, you know? You always got that dude that he shows up in college, you know, he's never drank before, and he just, right out of the gate, he's a beast. That's Taysom. Yeah. So, uh, that pretty much, that, that pretty much wraps it up. We got, that's all the questions, right, Andrew? Yeah, is Kevin even here? Yeah. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Look, we did the Discord stream. Uh, all was fine until 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago, when it all came apart. The video froze. Uh, the audio went speak and spell. Uh, but I think the audio quality is better. And listen, I went to Discord, and when Thomas puts me on the torture rack and tases me tomorrow over the disaster that this uh, whole YouTube experience has been just know that I tried to make it better for you and as you you'll hear cries probably on the internet it's me getting tased by uh, Thomas tomorrow in our production meeting but next week Thomas is running everything so it'll be a hundred percent Thomas's fault when anything goes wrong and <laughs> and Andrew I cannot I cannot wait for that because it's been my fault for going on a decade now and I can blame Thomas for fucking all of it next week. I cannot wait. It is worth every penny we are going to pay him. So for Andrew, for Kevin who had to eject, for Dave who's MIA on a Valentine's Day date, I'm Ralph. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for joining us. Until next week, the bar is closed.